0: Hi, I'm Allie Gertz. And I'm Julia Prescott. And everything's Everything's coming coming up, Simpsons.
1: Simpsons. This episode is brought to you by the Thousand Dollar Movie. Good Time Slim, Uncle Doobie, and the Great Frisco Freakout, starring Troy McClure. We're also brought to you by the store Books, Books... And additional books, <laughs> where you can find uh, such treats like Al Gore's book, Sane Planning, Sensible Tomorrow. How exciting. Yeah. And uh, we're also brought to you by, why not, Simpson and Son Revitalizing Tonic? That could be a hint of what we are to discuss. I think that makes sense. In a moment. We are, of course, talking about the episode, Grandpa versus Sexual Inadequacy. Uh, this is the 10th episode of the ninth season. It originally aired on December 4th.
2: Oh
3: or no six. sorry
1: 6 I miss I misread that and it was upside down. It was upside down. <laughs> They're and both such sexy numbers. You guys, I was about to be booted off this podcast, <laughs> and I'm so glad that you let me stay. Um, <laughs> the person correcting me is someone I'm going to introduce in a second, <laughs> but this is a uh, 10th episode of the sixth season. It originally aired December 4th, 1994. Um, it was directed by Wes Archer, written by Bill Oakley and Josh <gasps> Weinstein. And the showrunner, blah, blah. Sorry, showrunner was David Merkin. We're going to edit all of this out we're gonna just get it let's just start it clean i'm just kidding um i haven't seen this episode in a minute ellie when was the last time you watched it i don't think i
0: saw it and i i definitely saw it when the dvds came out but mm-hmm. i don't know if i even saw it i have not seen it since fxx put out the app so it has probably been
1: like 10 years yeah i was talking to people about it today and was like yeah the six tonic one you know? Sex <laughs> Tonigan, everyone looked at me like I was crazy. I was in a Toys R Us. I should have not. I'm just kidding. <laughs> and you didn't, and you didn't say Simpsons. You just said the sex tonic. The sex Sonic. <laughs> it's what's in my water bottle right now. <laughs> Want a sip? <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, let's just dive into it. Um, you heard his voice correcting me earlier. <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> no, thank you. Um, uh, you may know him from Five Second Films and also uh, the great movie Dude Bro Party Massacre 3. It is which, so amazing. Which uh, part. Part of the joke is that it's the first movie there
3: is no one or two it's, it's a gory 80s slasher parody a love letter to the gory films of
1: I the love 80s. it so much
0: and it's so feminist it's one of the it's truly one of the best movies of all time
3: Yeah, I <laughs> oh, can't recommend you. it enough I saw oh. it
1: three times in theaters
3: oh all my right. god that's like once for each movie that people,
1: <laughs> people are listening to this podcast in the same tone as Millhouse, going when are they gonna get to the fireworks factory when are they gonna say the guest name Please welcome our guest, Michael Rousselet.
0: Yeah, Michael, I am so excited to have you on the show. Recently, you and I got drinks. Uh, we are longstanding buddies who don't hang out enough. And of course, the first thing that came up with this was The Simpsons. And it was kind of a, well, we gotta have you on. You make five second films, which is like one of the funniest things that has come out in like, new media <laughs> Slice and, <bread>. yeah <laughs> and uh i i know that this episode came up pretty quickly when we were like just discussing like our favorite episodes and again like you said julia like this is an episode that like i have not visited in a very long time so i mean i haven't had to it has so many moments that i know so well um and i I every Father's Day I usually retweet like my list of favorite dad moments, and this episode has one of them. So I'm very excited right. to very, very excited to get into it. It's a great relationship
3: between Homer and Grandpa. Yeah, it's got heart. You know, yeah. it's really good when when the Simpsons like, kind of bring it back, and you know, they make you laugh, but they make you feel. Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean, I also would say that this episode. So we start. Um, we talk a lot about how the Simpsons episodes take sharp right turns. In um, this <laughs> one, I feel you could pretty much divide down the middle like it could be if pitched out I would assume that this would be two completely separate episodes the first being that Homer and Marge are having you know uh, problems in the bedroom and they can't find enough time to yeah. like have a It's scandalous
3: for a, a quote-unquote family show to come out and the main yeah. the main broadcast and I just and and how Bart and the children, try to understand what's going on, but they don't. <laughs> so it's still very PG because they have these crazy fantasies of what's really going on, when it's simple as just oh, the I, parents are just, you know, getting their rocks
1: we'll off. get We'll get into it. Yeah, no, it's, it's hilarious. But I mean, that alone could be its own episode of yeah. of Marge and Homer. But then we end the episode, the second half is a very touching and tender father-son story. And we also get a little bit of Homer's backstory, which I love glimpses of, even though like they kind of dart around and it's a little <laughs> inconsistent in the timeline but i, I oh, kind yeah. of liked this version of homer growing up on a farm
3: oh yeah growing up on a farm you know growing a hot dog tree <laughs>
1: a hot say. dog <laughs> tree
3: and then the cows after they were giving soured milk something something must have spooked them good and then oh, i made a
1: note i was like homer little baby homer spooking the cows it was so cute that's <laughs> um, great oh i was gonna say hot dog tree predates the peewee hot that's dog tree that's what i was to say oh wow are Obviously. we friends? Are <laughs> just wow. Big Top Pee Wee okay, at the same time? <laughs> uh, yeah, John Stamos. Little <laughs> uh, step brothers for you.
0: Big Big Top Pee Wee is one of those like. One of those Pee Wee things that even Pee Wee fans don't always watch. Like, it's yeah. it's so great, but so weird. It's and like the thought. anti
3: uh, Pee Wee's great, you know, big adventure because it starts really slow. Instead of the crazy opening of him waking up and going through all the gadgets, it's him on a farm, just <laughs> yawning and really boring. It's like a Tarkovsky film. It's so slow paced. Like, what's going on?
0: Right. And yeah. uh, it has the longest kiss in movie history. I don't know that it's ever been replaced, but it was. What? It, it won, not, I guess, won's in the right word, but it. It was it was decided on the late. title. That yeah, it, it is the one that has the longest kiss, which is really funny because when you're a little kid watching that, you kind of feel how Bart and Millhouse and all the kids do like when they see like any kind of kissing when they're too young. It's just like, ugh, right. like get back to the pigs. What are they? Yeah.
3: Doing? Exchanging <laughs> fluids and protein strands. Well, I would are they love I know
0: that? this
1: is <laughs> I know this is a this is a different podcast, but I would like to do a deeper dive into how Big Top P. We came to be, besides it just being like, well, the first one did great. Let's see about a sequel because it is very bizarre. It starts with a dream sequence. Um, and then he, like, what is his profession? Like, he's a farmer. How did he get on the farm? <laughs> what was his
3: profession? even in the first one,
1: that's true.
3: Who wow. has any idea what Maybe he was does? He's an
1: inventor,
3: or he's just like some rich man boy child. I don't even know, like, his age is he supposed to be ageless?
0: Yeah. He's got a SpongeBob thing going (laughs) to him. He does, yeah. Trust fund baby. If you'd like to hear more of our thoughts on Pee Wee, you could, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, follow us on Patreon, and we might just have to do an episode on Pee Wee. We everything
3: coming just... up Pee Wee.
0: I would love that. <laughs> uh, so, Julia, you got the deets. got, the deets. All got right.
3: the deets. She got the deets. She got
1: the deets. So, we like to read the summary um, of the episode for people that haven't seen it in a while um, from good old Wikipedia. So, in the episode, again, I love it that they begin the same every time. In the episode. Homer and Marge's sex life is struggling, but Grandpa perks things up with a homemade revitalizing tonic. He and Homer go on the road to sell their elixir, and Grandpa reveals that Homer's conception was unintentional. Wow! What did they miss, guys? So many
3: jokes in that (laughs) one. What else? Just reading that, you're like, this is right for comedy. This
1: is good. Yeah.
3: Just fill it with jokes.
1: I guess that's the unintentional thing is sort of the crux of their, you know, frayed Mm -hmm. relationship. But I feel like, well, we miss all the kid beats. Um, so much stuff. There's
3: so much stuff in there. Uh, yeah, Homer feeling worthless. I mean, his manhood is a question, and then now his existence comes into question.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. You
3: know, uh, it's, it gets dark. It gets dark. Right. (laughs) It
0: does. It, um, yeah, I guess when, uh, when thinking about like, why would it be that I haven't seen this in so long, I do remember loving moments. But I also remember feeling like this was an episode for the grown-ups. Yeah. Like I think I kind of knew that there was stuff that I wasn't getting when, when I you was were watching Do you
3: feel like you were like, oh, I'm not supposed to be watching it?
0: I felt like I—I I don't even know that my dad and I even watched this on the DVD together. We might have just skipped it because I think like, <laughs> the, idea <laughs> yeah, of, like well, the idea of like the idea of like anything. Well, it—it's from this episode. Like sex. <laughs> you don't want to hear your old man talking about sex. <laughs> sex. It's just like no, not at all, ever.
3: <laughs> oh man, I can't believe like it must have been the most awkward family night. Watching TV ever. (laughs) They're like, what are we talking about? Oh my God, they're talking about sex.
1: (laughs) I mean, I still haven't had the talk from my parents. Yeah, nor have I.
3: Still? Still. Aren't you married? Yeah. Oh, God, you should really get on that. We've been yeah. waiting.
1: I told Mike, I said, we can't do it unless, and he goes, I know. I know. And, but then I just got this new job. I'm so busy. And it's the parents hard. are busy. They told and you, you to Skype in. Well, I think you can't Skype it. It has to be an in person thing. So a lot of so we,
3: hand gestures that. <laughs>
1: we've been trying. It's just like, I and you still need to do my taxes, too. Anyway. <laughs> Julia, you're going to go to prison. I am. And <laughs> that's what you're going to have sex.
0: I'm not going to go to prison. I filed
1: an extension, but I see what you you were making a joke, and I appreciate it. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like, so going back to this episode, I feel like, of course, the writers knew that this was a gamble to um, at least... Uh, one part of their audience being excluded um, from from really the fun and games of this story. And perhaps that's why they tried to beef up all the stories with the kids.
3: Yeah, and the kids don't understand. They think it's the the reverse, reverse sauc- vampires. vampire. Reverse the vampires. Saucer <laughs> invasion of the saucer people, <laughs> which I feel like is a riff on Invasion of the Body Snatchers. It's
1: got to be. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> just yeah. watching
3: everyone just run into their houses, drink the tonic, and then like close the curtain. Mm-hmm. It's like, what are they doing in there? What's going on?
1: <laughs> yeah. I feel like it does two things um, for this episode. It, it, it definitely gives the kids in the room watching at home, you know, something to focus on. But then it also <laughs> makes the presence of the kids, the fact that they... Like, don't even acknowledge the salaciousness of what mm-hmm. the parents could be doing or don't even acknowledge that sex is a thing that your parents do. It's just <laughs> pure kid logic. It softens it overall. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, and they also give uh, they give the kid storyline a pretty
0: clear um kind of. Uh, path of of Bart having this obsession with UFOs and oh it's my god, so funny the first time it's introduced. So we have we see that things are really hard as Wikipedia said um, between Homer and Marge. They're they're not having sex, and they do a great way of showing that too. Mm-hmm. Like it's something that I would never have gotten as a Kid, cuz i don't know what sex is or how often you're supposed to have it <laughs> but the fact that it's been a year and like they are not able to have like frequent sex and then they finally are about to and then bart's terrified by an umbrella that's a golf umbrella A golf umbrella that's, I just, golf
1: umbrella <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's I, making that like a ufo
3: when i was a little kid i saw a ufo outside i freaked out i ran into my parents bedroom i was like there's a ufo outside it's outside you got to see it i dragged my dad outside he's got his binoculars he's like i don't see anything i'm like it's right there freaking out <laughs> i'm terrified and i say, can i sleep in your guys's room tonight and they're like no <laughs> wow,
4: really? uh, granted
3: i was you know 19 but <laughs> no i was a little little child but I, seeing that moment i was like oh my god it's the same thing i went through it wasn't an umbrella it was a it was
0: a ufo it was, it was a ufo, UFO. <laughs> ali did you ever have that moment with
3: your
1: parents
0: uh i used to ask to sleep in the bed
1: all the time and i mm-hmm. and i would it was great <laughs> <laughs> me, me too. Well, I had a single mom, so I didn't yeah. really have to like fight for a side. I was just like, it's my side. Yeah,
0: yeah. They told
3: are. me to suck it up. They're like, you, shut up. It's not. You... They did say if you sleep in here, you won't be able to watch any more horror films. Mm. And I was like, oh, I'll, be that's, that's that's actually, I'll be good. That's a really yeah, good trade-off.
1: That's really good. Yeah, they would let me
3: watch a lot of crazy horror films when I was little, like Nightmare on Elm Street, Alien, uh, you know, yeah. Terminator that's you pretty know, fun, violence and RoboCop.
1: I and you still love all that stuff.
3: Oh, yes. The, the Simpsons and that, those types of films are the cornerstone of my hum- humor and you know, creative personality.
1: Absolutely. I just wasn't allowed to watch Austin Powers 3.
3: <laughs> because it was bad?
1: No. It will it, corrupt you. It There's had just... <laughs> uh, explicit sexual content. <laughs> <laughs> that my 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 freaking ears and my freaking eyes couldn't see so That's really funny. Yeah. Out of
3: all the films. I
1: still haven't seen it to this day. Is that true? Uh, I think so. It's
3: not <laughs> great. <laughs> like, well,
0: and
1: I, maybe they were protecting me. I
3: recently, <laughs> right? well, that's
1: what
0: my dad did. I recently watched, that's uh, funny. I recently watched Austin Powers again, and I, it's just so good. It makes me so happy. The because, first one is first yeah, a classic. Flawless, yeah. It's yeah. So yeah. Good. And I would watch that over and
1: over with my dad.
0: It's just so great. Yeah. Um, so, to continue that Bart joke, just because it's so funny, like, Marge is so, like, amped to have sex that she, you know, he's like, can I sleep in the bed? No. She's like, is it okay if I go on the roof with a baseball bat? Sure, sure, whatever, <laughs> fine. <laughs> and I then, love that. And then just the little visual of, like, first of all, Homer's asleep, of course, and then uh, seeing the the bat fall, and then Bart fall, <laughs> yeah. and then the doorbell rings. <laughs> ding, 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 yeah. It's just a perfect, like, little one-two punch. Comedy yeah. comes in threes.
3: Uh,
1: sure to Tell
0: me <laughs> how, more.
3: How interesting, I mean, it the, if the roles were reversed where it was Homer who wanted to have sex and Marge mm-hmm. didn't, I think that says a lot that it's, you know, it's a man wanting – man being inactive and boring and I think that was a, a good move on the right as far very funny. Because it just would have been sexist that just –
0: it would have been creepy. Yeah, and, You're uh, right.
3: It would have been rapey if yeah. Homer's like, I have to give my wife this <laughs> elixir in order for him to touch me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They straddle the line. Mm-hmm. Straddle, you They straddle the line. Oh, my gosh. Hello. Hello. Um, they straddle <laughs> the line in in a lot of these kind of episodes uh, that deal with um the horniness of our two main characters.
3: Mm-hmm. Do you remember when they had the, uh was it, the exhibitionist one, the um, yeah. Natural Born Kissers? Yeah. it's later... That's later. season nine or ten, and I think that this is one of the first episodes for um, for the uh, Grandpa versus Sexual Inadequacy where it addresses cartoon characters having like sexual relations. I mean, other than Marge having the tempted with um,
0: Jacques,
3: Jacques the bowling. Oh, and then Lorraine.
0: Yeah, we get a and lot Mindy of... Mindy
1: Simmons. We get a lot of sex. Oh,
0: so you're Mindy. very wrong.
3: I'm so wrong.
1: <laughs> but you were right about Natural Born Kissers being the ninth season.
0: Oh,
3: shit.
1: So there you
0: I go. get a
3: cookie.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: you get a cookie. Uh... Speaking of like celebratory things, that was a horrible transition. Usually, I'm pretty sharp. <laughs> uh, we get we get these this uh, idea from March. that's just kind of like, what if we get a book? Homer gets very excited. and Ooh, a uh, book. <laughs> yes. Oh, <laughs> and uh, they go to the bookstore, and uh, we get such a great gag because obviously the kids are picking out their own interests, and Lisa. Find the Al Gore book, which, Julia, you already mentioned the titles of. Mm-hmm. One so. of our
1: sponsors, Books, Books, and Additional Books. <laughs> yes, <laughs>
0: So good. And then um, we get Bart buying the UFO book, and it's just such a great, like, misdirect where he's saying just like oh the government like you know you know UFOs do exist but the government is hiding it and then once it scans we get this amazing scene of kind of like going underground and then we go into like Mm. what uh, you know appears Mm. to be the president's office and then Mm. uh, Mm. we have this guy come in and he's just like sir someone's bought one of your books (laughs) well
3: (laughs) amazing. Mr. President someone has finally bought a copy (laughs) of (laughs) your book. Mr. Vice President yeah. (laughs) I will.
0: (laughs) Yeah we get the celebration. Celebrate (laughs) good times. Come on! It's
1: so good. I will. He's so Skinner. That he I, is so Skinner yeah. and Comey and all that stuff. <laughs> but I was picturing like that moment in the writers' room, somebody pitching out, and then Al Gore <laughs> listens to Cool in the gang and like <laughs> nods and, and concurs with their celebratory joyfulness. I, I don't know. I, I just was thought that was so, so funny. So young
3: when when the you know Al Gore and uh, Clinton presidency was going on. I only knew that. Al Gore was a robot because of the Simpsons. That's how I got my (laughs) news as a child.
2: Yeah. This one's a good choice, and it's not too smutty. It's a book on tape by Paul Harvey. You know that nice Midwestern man on the radio who's like a pleasant version of Grandpa? Ooh, Mr. and Mrs. Erotic American. Mom, Dad, look, this biography of Peter Ubroth is only 99 cents, and I found the new Al Gore book. Same planning, sensible tomorrow.
1: Yeah, I hope it's as exciting as his
2: other book, Rational Thinking, Reasonable Future. I'm getting this book on UFOs. Did you know they're real? But there's a huge, government conspiracy to cover it up. Oh, that's
1: just a paranoid fantasy.
3: Mr. Vice President, someone finally bought a copy of your book, sir.
1: Well, this calls for a celebration. yeah and I also remember around this time uh, all that was on and I Ooh. only really learned about Ross Perot um, because of Katrina what's her face who yeah. would impersonate oh, him oh she was so good she was so good and the only thing I knew about him was that he was short had big ears and had a billion dollars <laughs> that was
3: like all the sketches and no one would let him finish
1: and no one would let no him one let it finish all that was great all <laughs> that was
3: the great in a brothel definitely. can I finish And an orgy can <laughs> I finish
1: yeah uh, so we keep having
0: the the uh, couple, if I may, just kind of look for ways to uh, amp up their sex life. And so they get this uh, book on tape. Uh, <laughs> do you have any favorite moments? Oh, from the my book God.
3: Mr. and Mrs. Erotica America. Uh, <laughs> my, th- this is such a dumb thing that I really like is just the ending of the tape, the sign off, you know, <laughs> saying, uh, <laughs> I bid you. Good day. Like, for some reason, that's hysterical (laughs) to me. And I always quote it, Mr. and Mrs. Erotic America, I bid you good day. That's the dumbest thing.
0: It's beautiful, though. But
3: it's, it's just a lot of lines just pop out to me in a lot of Simpsons episodes that the enchilada line... Oh, yeah. Anytime I'm too full. Even if I didn't eat enchiladas, I just have to say, ah, enchiladas.
1: <laughs> that's fun. Uh, mm-hmm. I love it even if it, if it's for, like, watermelon or, like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> anything that isn't that. I think that's
3: super fun. The janitor closet. That's.
1: Uh, yeah. Oh, beautiful. so they go so to. Uh, the Aphrodite uh, Hotel,
0: which is. Aphrodite from, Inn, yeah, which yeah. is based off of the Madonna Inn. Right. And, uh, yeah, so each of the themed rooms. And then uh, I think the text was something along the lines of, like, romantic suites and conference rooms. <laughs>
1: yes. <laughs> Love it. That reminds me of one of my favorite lines of Skinner's going, Welcome to a night of theater and picking up after
0: yourselves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Have you guys ever
3: been to the Madonna Inn?
1: I've only visited. I've never had an actual room there. I would love to.
3: I've never been. I, I want to fantasize that it is, it is exactly like that.
1: I've almost been several times and I've been on their website.
3: Yeah. i have <laughs> been um, on their website just waiting. I'm hoping. just waiting.
1: It's well, one of the only places where the women
0: are allowed to look inside of the men's restroom because they have like a giant water fountain. Oh, cool. Or like a waterfall. Like they make it look like microfalls when you pee in it. <laughs> yeah. Oh
3: my god. It's very weird. I have to go.
1: <laughs> yeah. My
3: bored <laughs> internet
1: thing is uh, I troll boutique hotels that I want to go to for a weekend getaway and Trulia because I, I like to I like yeah. real estate porn I can't believe that you ha- I'm very married hello I've been married since I was born <laughs> oh Julia that's so sad yeah, no it's just part of my culture just
3: put a ring I was okay
1: can't... with it <laughs> I uh, I can't
3: Sorry, little ring and you're just going she, to she's going to grow into it, don't worry.
1: I chewed on it. I can't believe that you haven't been to the Madonna Inn. I you know. of all people. I know. Alan. Um I've been to like literally every boutique hotel up and down the 101. If you um, if you were a
0: ghost, I feel like that would be the thing that made you not be a ghost. Thank anymore. you so much for saying
1: that. I, really I have to go to the Madonna it. Inn and then I could rest. <laughs> you know, I've also trolled there's a ton of really great like Madonna Inn-esque B&Bs around that area, and I've also been to Hicksville, which is kind of the Madonna Inn in Love um, Hicksville. Joshua mm-hmm. Tree. It's a Madonna Inn, but with trailer parts, like a trailers, Ooh. Airstream trailers. So each one is themed. And I've been to that one. And speaking of Pee Wee, they have um, the. Uh, like the woman who's the um, aerialist in Big Top Pee Wee, her trailer is a place you can like rent out and book and sleep in. Oh my! And I happened to be, did not know this at the time, but I was the first guest. Oh in Oh yeah, it at I Excel. remember. So it was.
3: Clean. It was nice. It was nice, and, it was nice
1: it's... and I have desecrated it with my tears. It was a weird weekend, but just saying.
0: As long as it got wet, it don't matter. Yeah, that's that's what I told
1: them in the guest book. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> slow clap for Allie. <laughs> all right, we get it was for you as well. Oh, uh, slow clap for me as well. Thank you so much. Uh, so we
0: we get like little shots within all of these scenes of just how horribly and how hard it is to like make it work like they try to take this bath together and it just can't fit and like just a million different things are happening and then we finally get uh, a visit with grandpa and grandpa is like trying to figure out like what's wrong and he offers a bunch of very funny uh examples and um then it's like, is it sex? Is it sex? You know, yes. that whole oh, thing. Oh, wait,
3: no, don't say that. <laughs> but I had sex.
0: <laughs> and uh, we just get this great moment when he's dropping off, uh, when when Homer's about to drive off with the tonic that grandpa has just made for him, saying he could fix the problem. And so he's just like, think of me when you're having the best sex of your life. It's <laughs> yeah. just so gross. I, I
3: love the 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 random moment of uh, he's going to make this elixir. My grandpa became across it when he was trying to find a cheap substitute for holy water. Yeah. And yeah. I, my mind immediately, when he's saying all those sentences, thinking, oh, cheap substitute for moonshine. But then they just throw in the holy water, which is the total left curve. You're like, wait, what? No. Since when yeah. is holy water expensive?
1: I love it. I mean, this joke.
2: Welcome home, son. I broke two lamps and lost all your mail. What's wrong with your wife? Never mind, you wouldn't understand. Flu? No. Protein deficiency? No. New ultra microscopic silico volcanic coniosis? No. Unsatisfying sex life? N- yes! But please, don't you say that word! What? Sex! What's so unappealing about hearing your elderly father talk about sex? I had sex! Ugh. You're home safe. Done my duty. See you the next time we need your signature. Oh, you never want to spend any time with me, but I can help you with your loving problem. I got a home remedy that'll put the dowsers back in your trousers. Legend has it my great grandpappy stumbled upon this recipe when he was trying to invent a cheap substitute for holy water. Here you go. Hi. Hey. Here you go, ingrate. Think of me when you're having the best sex of your life. Yeah. <laughs> Drink it. Yeah. Here's yeah. mm. <gasps> fifty dollars. Why not go to the movies and take a cab to your aunt's house? Stay there. Phone call you later. No, no, no. Whoa, homie! What? I'll explain to you afterward. I love no line.
1: This is jo- I, had, I couldn't even say that sentence. I had, to, I had to, this. is a joke. Uh,
3: the um, joke. The joke is good. This is a joke it's a good, good joke. It's a good joke
0: yeah uh, we get uh, as soon as Homer takes it as immediate effect he like rushes home he gives he tur- he unplugs the TV and then gives the kids 50 bucks each and goes upstairs and Marge is thrilled which is great and uh then we get like the this is also indicative of Pee Wee's uh, Big Top Pee Wee because we have all the symbolism for sex happening like the train going yeah. through and, and yeah. the rocket going it's off very Hitchcock dogs, yeah. and then a- the hot dogs yeah.
3: Is so yeah, just <laughs> on, on the a conveyor. conveyor I
0: just love that that's the movie that they chose to watch with their Amazing. $50 a piece. I yeah.
3: <laughs> wonder um, what mom and dad are doing. Mm. Mm. <laughs> that was such a good joke that they went to the, the stock film festival.
1: Oh, I know. That's just, <laughs> it's just, I know. It's
3: gold. Like every every 10 seconds is just this perfect package of a setup. Oh, yeah. And a punchline. I
1: also want to say, I what is really delightful about rewatching these episodes um, is finding out the source of a joke that like has been been permanently uh, imprinted in my mind, but one of which is um, throwing out the cassette tape from the car and then backing up and reverse to roll (laughs) over it again and again and again came from this episode from Mr. and Mrs. Erotic American. (laughs) Uh, We
0: get the great moment where uh, Homer is saying, well, Marge suggests the idea, and this is kind of where it picks up steam of just kind of like, well, you guys should go into business together and sell this tonic. And... uh, He's just like, well, where are my pants? And he's just like, you threw them off in a heat of passion. And then you have this amazing shot that I don't remember at all. So it might uh, have the,
3: been and cut. The, and the, yeah, the syndication. Yeah, it might have not been with in syndication. And <laughs> Flanders. Yeah,
0: it's just, it's just what a sweet couple thing for them to be doing too. Like they're also bonding over there They're trying
3: to knock the pants just, down. Yeah.
0: they're just like, they're awful. They <laughs> and, would never uh, <laughs>
3: take the tonic because they just, they don't oh, have sex.
0: I bet they have. I bet they have, like, really...
3: Freaky, kinky sex? No,
0: I don't think that. I do think that they have, like, really nice, like, missionary sex.
3: Just quiet.
0: Because, you know, don't forget that he's ripped. So, oh, he is yeah. revved. Um, oh
3: wait, what was the? Isn't, isn't the joke that he's got this huge schlong? I can't remember. Is that season way down the line? That
1: might be later.
0: For,
3: did I f- for dream? Stupid of, did I dream of that?
1: Landers. You may have. I may have dreamed about that. <laughs> you could have done it before. It was like um, predicting the future. I think I, was, I don't know. <laughs>
3: it's flying over the window <laughs> into my bedroom. A prescient,
1: weird dream. <laughs> Happy birthday, <laughs> <laughs> Smithers. Uh, I like it when you. Oh, you're <laughs> so good, at so good at turning me
0: on. on. <laughs> uh, so yeah we get the them going through the garbage or like throwing the pants into the garbage bag which is so funny they're just pants like why are they so gross because um, <laughs> they,
3: they were on Homer's butt
0: that's true uh, we get uh, we get a moment where they're in the mall and they're trying to sell things and this joke I remember vividly <gasps> if you want to this take a this is my,
3: one of my favorites and this is why the episode sticks out to me Is was like you sort of look <laughs> like you're having trouble pleasing, you know, pleasing your wife and he just punches them in the face <laughs> <laughs>
2: This is finally really happening. After years of disappointments with get-rich-quick schemes, I know I'm gonna get rich with this scheme! And quick! Sir! Uh, hello, sir! Yes, you look like a man who needs help satisfying his wife, so... Oh! I guess people have some sort of moral objection to our sex drug. Let me sell it, you idiot! (gasps) Step right up, folks, and witness the magnificent medicinal miracle of Simpson and Sons' patented revitalizing tonic. Put some honor in your larder with our energizing, moisturizing, tantalizing, romanticizing, surprising, herprising, revitalizing tonic. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. I, I doubt very highly that one elixir could boast so many fantastic properties.
3: <laughs> Let's say we amscray out of here and have a wild wing-ding at the cyclotron, Doctor.
2: Anything you say, Professor.
3: Uh,
2: Tonight, we'll push the twin beds together. And I found something for Millhouse down at the mall, too. Uh, A pup tent. Oh boy, now I can sleep out in the yard. Yeah, every single night. I've discovered that the rejuvenating effect people feel is actually a mild form of poisoning, no doubt a result of the unsanitary conditions in Grandpa Simpson's bathtub. Nonetheless...
1: (sighs) It's it's
0: so good, because it's something that, like... I didn't get it as a kid, but I knew how much my dad loved it, so it's always been a favorite <laughs> joke of mine. Did
3: he did he bust up laughing? Oh yeah. Oh, it's so funny. It's
0: so good. What and...
3: a horrible sales pitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: uh, I love an active Abe Simpson. I kind of love when Abe Simpson's out in the world and we get him a, a little bit more than like a crotchety old guy and, and he's actually trying. Like I really like it when he has those human beats. Yeah, me too. Yeah.
0: It's um it's uh, it's anti-ageist. It's nice. Yeah, mm-hmm. we get a lot of like ageism and so many other things. It's kind of nice. Just like, oh, they're good for something. Yeah.
3: Well, it's is full of ageism. Just oh, like sure. put your grandparents in a home, and then <laughs> right. you're like, Oh, I don't want to do that. Well, I <laughs> wanted to
1: say another thing from this episode that I couldn't remember was from this. But um, for a second, when Homer shaves his beard, and we see him like completely bald faced for a second, and then it slowly just goes. Whoa!
3: yeah it just comes right back on yeah it's
1: such a fun visual that i just always remember Eh. has that happened in other episodes because i feel like i also remember that happening in the
0: one where he's about to go with mindy um but listeners you tell us yeah (laughs) please Uh, uh we get uh the other people in the town uh taking the tonic and before we talk about the results we're gonna take a quick break
3: to drink tonic to drink tonic
0: what a great
1: break. I drank so much. Oh, man, I'm wasted. <laughs> <laughs> I looked up all the um, I- I- inaccuracies we said in the last half hour of this podcast.
3: Well, we were board doing a, a drinking game. But we were
1: doing a
0: drinking Every
3: game. Every time we, oh, uh-huh. that was wrong. Uh-huh. Yeah, There's a drink. <laughs> but, mm.
0: uh, listeners, you too should play a drinking game, but do it. While not driving. (laughs) Uh, Thank you. Good cover. (laughs) Unless you're in Mississippi, you can drink (laughs) and drive. Yeah. Really?
3: Yeah. As long as you're you're not the driver. Are you from Mississippi? Uh, No, but I did go to Mississippi and the driver just cracked open a beer. And I was like, what are you doing? (laughs) He's like, yeah, as long as your blood alcohol content's like point 0. zero, nothing, whatever. Wow. I was like, Are you kidding me? Oh my he God. He might have been kidding me. Oh yeah. Well, it was, it was glorious. Well, <laughs> readers and listeners, you tell us.
0: Readers <laughs> and listeners. Uh, so we get, we get the different, um, uh, people in the town, uh, drinking the tonic. My favorite was, uh, Kirk, uh, just yeah. like, we're going to push the twin beds together. <laughs> yeah. And then he gives, poor this tent and he's like yay I could sleep in the backyard tonight and every night yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh,
3: every night
1: and then we cut to him in the backyard just so, so blissed out <laughs> so happy I love the way he was animated he was so
3: cute it's, that's one of those jokes that stands out in my mind and yeah. the memory like oh that's where that's from <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: I love exactly,
3: that they have yeah. twin beds it, one of my favorite episodes is when they get divorced like a Millhouse divided it's so good and I they know. don't end up back together
1: I love that
0: it's so I love funny. that so
3: much
1: I
0: I'm, so that's one of my favorite episodes of all time. I have a song that's largely about Milhouse, Um but I just now realized the word play in that episode, and I'm so ashamed. I never heard it as like, a house divided. I was just like, Mill House divided. Sure.
1: You split in two. Parents. <laughs> yeah. Moving on. Get it. I'm a kid. I got places to be. My name is Allie Gertz. I'm 10. Bada bing, bada boom. That's how she talks back so then. So you don't like the old time bikes. Hey. Eh? Yeah. yeah, they based that off of you. You were the only 10 year old with a pager. Give me a fruit roll up. Oh, <laughs> make it snappy. You stole
3: a drug dealer's pager. It's just going off all nah, the time. Scratch that.
1: Make it fruit by the foot, baby. Stocks up high. <laughs> nah, roll ups down low. <laughs> gushers are out of town. <sighs> <laughs>
3: Can't call them gushers now. <laughs>
1: uh, quick tangent. I remember one of the happiest memories of my childhood was when my bachelor dad sent me to elementary school with a full box of fruit by the foot. Oh, Let me tell you, day. those bad boys were gone by lunch. <laughs> by you or by oh, Sharon? by me. Oh, by me, Ally. One hundred and ten percent. Have we met? Hello, hi. I've also. I think. That summer, I also took down a whole box of hostess cupcakes by myself. Took Hello, down. How's it took going? Down. It
3: sounds like you wrestled them. I, <laughs> I,
1: <down>. I, <laughs> I, I looked down and I said, I accept your challenge, sir. <laughs> and I just, you know, there were so few things that I was good at back then. So I think that I, I really leapt at the opportunity to prove myself <laughs> to the world. Anyway, I think that's beautiful. That's Thank great. you so much. Congratulations! I just, I just ate and I journaled. <laughs> that's all I did. That's nice. And now look at me—I'm a writer in Hollywood, California, baby. <laughs> yeah. You write and you eat; it's perfect. I write and I eat. Big time. Uh, so
0: we get all the we get all the kids outside, and the the way that it's drawn is so beautiful because like it's very eerie. The sky is that weird yellow color that kind of only yeah, happens in an hour. hour.
3: Oh, oh, see, she's in the industry. She, Hi, she wasn't in industry. lying. She's
0: in the sun she's industry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> have you tried golden hour it's the only time that the sunscreen stores the sunscreen stores are open I should stop talking
3: I think every every building is technically a sunscreen building if it's keeping the sun out hey.
1: Whoa, you just blew my mind Yeah, I can I tell you also uh, before we dive back into the episode two things to make um, any film professor chiz in their pants you, you ready mm. number one make a movie doesn't matter what it's about doesn't matter who's in it if it's all in one shot ugh. oh yeah <laughs> number 2 make it at golden hour <laughs> oh yeah like a terrence malick
3: film what was it days um, of heaven days of heaven Just all golden hour
1: it must have taken 3 years to get yeah. that movie oh
3: my god <laughs> anyway
1: uh we we
0: are in this golden hour and it's very eerie and like all it's pretty desolate too like there's nothing there are no to adults town. yeah it's very creepy but even just the buildings themselves don't have details like there's it's very flat looking and it creeps mm. me out mm-hmm. um but we get this great moment of just like you know that uh millhouse and bart being like where are all the kids um where are the adults oh, sorry duh uh and <laughs> then mm, uh, i want to I know where my people are <laughs> <laughs> and then we get that great uh nelson moment yeah.
3: uh if, no adults around i run this town Carry
2: on. (laughs) (laughs) So
0: sweet. Like, because what is he going to do? You know? Yeah. Yeah, If he
3: doesn't have authority to tell him no. Yeah This is why anarchy works people
0: mm-hmm. 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 Go on <laughs> uh, What time is the anarchy meeting? Uh, and then... Whenever <laughs> Oh, That's why we can't get
1: anything done <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs>
0: uh, And then we get that great Ralph moment um,
3: Oh I love how he's just wandering around in the background It's so weird Because you're like what is Ralph doing? And I he know. just walks up to a wall Stares at it and then after a beat, then he walks up to them. That's they can cook his dinner because he's not yeah. left on the stove. Oh.
0: It's um, it it reminds me of just that that like kids book. Just like, are you my mother? Like, it's, <laughs> oh,
1: oh boy,
0: it's the one that
1: looks like you but bigger. You dumb shit. You dumb <laughs> shit. <laughs> um, yeah, no. I, well, also again, like that premise alone of the kids being left to themselves and having to form their own kind of community, community <laughs> is its own episode. So they just, they were so confidently like, now we're going to blast through three episode premises in this one episode.
3: Oh, yeah. Fucking suck my dick.
1: My name is Matt Groening. Hello. Hi. How are (laughs) you? They do have a lot happening. Yeah. It
0: reminds me of the. Uh, the song Band on the Run, how there are like three different songs in one.
1: <laughs> oh,
0: yes. <laughs> <laughs>
3: like, it does rev- you're right. You're that,
0: I am right. I know I'm right. And that's why I said it. Correct. That
3: song does have a lot going on. It has
0: three beats. It's so weird. It starts one way, it goes a middle way, and then yeah. there's a third thing. Yeah, Yeah. and it's not just a bridge verse chorus. There are three little songs in there. It's, it's listen to. L- and it's like it's a d- also day
3: in the life. It just you're like, what's going uh, on? Come, come
0: sail
1: on. away. Was that? Does come sail, <laughs> sail away have two or three songs built into it? I would say just the just two, two but they're so drastically they're different. So drastically different. Um, and and
3: that's a good analogy. I never thought and of. And you know,
1: who yeah. let the dogs out is like negative. The question three on songs. my mind. It is also the question on all of our minds. <laughs> <laughs> did I already say this on the podcast? I think
0: I did, but there was uh an. Ad once like kind of a I don't know what it was but it was on Nickelodeon they're just like after these commercials we're gonna tell you who let the dogs out I was like it's happening and <laughs> you have not <laughs> said this I was so excited Amazing. and I was like sitting through a show that I don't like it might have been like Drake and Josh or something like I was too old to be watching was Nickelodeon it a news this time. report
3: after eleven we'll tell you they who made it, let it seem like out.
0: yeah they made it seem like that and I like sat One through the this fluff. show yeah and then the answer was. Nickelodeon let the dogs out and I was so Sad, but that's the one place I'm not supposed to go. (laughs) 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 Nickelodeon. (laughs) Nickelodeon
3: hates puppies. We just open the door and let them run out. That's amazing. Get hit by a car.
0: I've been burned twice by them by that trick. Like they also did that by the Baja Men. (laughs) (laughs) Where where
1: on the dogs did the Baja men touch you? (laughs) Which of the dogs that they let out? Please tell me.
0: (laughs) 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 The the Baja Men burned me because I didn't go to the sunscreen store. Oh, but
1: yeah. uh, <laughs> we, <laughs> we're bored with our own callbacks. <laughs> uh,
0: I I I got burned uh, by Nickelodeon twice because there was also a moment where they made it seem like they were going to tell you the. Crusty crab, crabby Patty, um, secret oh. recipe, and then they, and then they just bleeped it out once it got to the special sauce. <laughs> so I don't know why I kept falling they for this. Bleeped
3: out the, mm-hmm. what the special sauce is. Yeah, that's gross.
1: I, <laughs> it's revolting.
0: It could I'm be
3: nauseous. anything. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is really cruel marketing tactic. Yeah, that are like hell, ruining childhoods.
3: <laughs> it's just GAC. That's a special It thought. is just
1: GAC. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: but anyway, enough of my weird Nickelodeon Can I insecurities. Can I go on a tangent
3: just because I, I want yeah, this to be please. in the ether in the world? Is do you remember the show on Nickelodeon? You can't do that on television. Of
1: course. Yes.
3: Brilliant. Why can't I find it on DVD? I think it was Canadian or something. Yeah,
1: it was Canadian.
3: If Canada's listening, can you
1: can you <laughs> Canada Chop Chop get chop, that? Chop.
3: I need you can't do that on television. There's anymore.
1: also um I mean there's been uh join join the conversation that's been going on message boards for years. Yeah. But um I there's a ton of like Classic Nickelodeon shows that aren't on DVD and can't be found, like I think the third season of Pete and Pete is nowhere yeah, to be found. The deal? what's the deal with that? Is it
3: some music licensing I don't issues know, or dude. something?
1: Probably. Polaris is probably chill. Mm. So yeah. what else? I
3: bet you like Iggy Pops on it and does a song, and you're like, no, I can't do that. No.
1: Yeah, uh, but seasons one and
0: two are out, and those are great. Those are yeah. great. You could usually find the third season on YouTube.
3: Uh, to YouTube. To
0: YouTube. Uh
3: <laughs> Oh yeah. Anyway, this podcast. <laughs> oh, right, 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 Not the Pete and Pete podcast. I forgot what I was doing so, for a
0: second. So after the after the kids kind of come up with like the ideas of the Well, they have this actually I love the way that they start fighting. Um oh, Millhouse yeah. and and like that music playing, it's like very Batmany. Or have
3: they gotten to YouTube? <laughs> yeah. Just they quickly turn on each other. <laughs>
0: it's so great. And then and then Lisa's the one who has the uh sarcastic, just like, mm-hmm. well, man. Maybe they're reverse vampires.
1: And there's like, oh, is <gasps> reverse vampires. And she's like, oh, because she often the simplest, like, easiest solution uh, is the right one. I have a question.
3: <laughs> uh, when they're drawing out the chart on, you know, about the saucer people and reverse vampires, up in the corner it says it starts with the RAND Corporation, R A N D. <laughs> yeah. What is that? I don't know. I looked it
1: up. I'm sure- a Rand something. Uh, that's right. Th- um, but I love that we just start in the middle of their conversation. <laughs> like, okay, so we're all caught up. It starts with <laughs> the Rand Corporation, then turns into reverse vampires. Yeah,
3: you're like, what? Is, in association with the Rand Corporation? And what? Uh, I'm wondering if that's something Lisa mentioned trying to explain a logical yeah. thing, and then they latched on to, like <laughs> Anne Rand.
1: I just love how little rascals esque this entire storyline is. It is. I love it when they're able to be kids together,
3: together. Oh, yeah, yeah, especially yeah. for such an adult. Like theme, they have no idea what's going right. on, so everything has to be crazy and a conspiracy. It like perfectly
1: offsets it. Yeah, like I was saying that I think it does two things. Like it helps sort of satiates the kid viewers at home, but then also offsets the creepiness of a very horny episode. Yeah, mm-hmm. the
3: parents are like, "We're watching an episode about them having sex. This is entirely tire- inappropriate."
1: <laughs> uh,
0: but
3: the kids don't know. The kids yeah. don't
1: know,
0: and then we get to the. Uh, Main story of Homer and Grandpa, and they take a uh, little side trip to their first home. And then we get that moment with the hot dog tree. Well, they
3: go out and they sell it on the road. Ah, yes. And uh, one of my favorite lines is uh, when they're selling the tonic and somebody... Chimes out. I've had bad luck with aphrodisiacs.
0: <laughs> uh, looking at so that
3: good. guy, like... it's
0: so good. They also have the moment of just like they didn't start chasing us until you put on this like
3: oh, that, that <laughs> stupid music. Yeah. oh, so uh,
0: good. It's great. Uh, so we get to the house, and it's funny that Homer can't remember it, which kind of is a nod to like they invented the storyline for this
1: episode. You're just like I don't remember going <laughs> up. Oh yes. <laughs> yeah, amazing. Well, I want to say real quick that aphrodisiac guy. I, it, Obviously, Edwin from um, the Mad Hatter—they're yeah, like doing, yeah. yeah, doing an homage of that. And I love it when they give—and maybe this is like a very Bill and Josh thing because I feel like they pay extra attention to like those side characters and giving those lines to like you know character actors that they love. So bringing Edwin into that—it just felt like very <laughs> kind and and cool. Um, but but yeah, the whole backstory with Homer growing up on a farm yeah. is great. It's
0: great. We get that cow moment, which is so fun. On oh, the TV, uh, it's like
3: he's got his, his shadow is burnt like, into it.
0: Yeah, I love that. And
3: one of my favorite uh, is uh, when he's watching Kennedy, <laughs> or uh, I uh, answer, answer that question with another flip remark, and then we're just oh. <laughs> and then Homer wants to become president, and Grandpa says, "This is the greatest nation in the world. We have a whole system in place to keep people like you from becoming president." And it's just like no matter what, that joke is timeless because you're going to think no matter who's in the White House is an idiot. Even more so right now.
1: Ooh, I, I want to hear more. What do you mean?
3: I don't know. I, I've been hearing there's something you know, the angry orange that's on YouTube. I, he's oh. apparently the president.
1: Oh,
0: I didn't wow. know that. Interesting. Uh, <laughs> speaking of, uh, quit your daydreaming, melonhead. Uh,
3: uh,
0: uh, so leave. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. So we get this moment. We flash forward to the next day when we started recording because I left. Um, <laughs> so uh, we we get this kind of of inside of like why homer is how he is to bart like we have him strangling him and like we get all this stuff and they start fighting and then it comes out that like he was an accident which is so like it's so painful to homer that he stops the car and pushes him out and obviously he immediately can tell what he did wrong to homer like he can immediately just like i shouldn't have said that it's messed up
3: it's a messed up thing to drop on a kid and then you know he tells that to Bart. He's like, but when I do it, it's
0: cute. Right. Which he is so funny. I told and
3: like, Bart this morning he was a mistake.
0: <laughs> I also just love that phrasing of just like, but the child isn't supposed to know. Just like, <laughs> You're not I, supposed
3: to tell the child.
1: I understand the heartbeats that they're trying to get from that. Um, but I was an accident. And I don't take personal offense to it. But I guess if you phrase it like that. Well, I, someone's I attacking guess you. I guess, be, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're right. It's, it's in the just, context it's of. It's like, I guess I was bumping my head against it, that being like what really shifts everything. Technically,
3: here. every human being in every existence being is, is, an, exac- is an accident. Is an accident. We, yeah. uh, we shouldn't be existing with our consciousness. But someone being like, you're an accident. You're like,
1: but I thought I was special. Well, it right. wasn't for a dumb old Homer.
3: Homer.
0: And it wasn't just an accident. He said, you're an accident. And I wish that I hadn't attacked. Right, like that's, right 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 that's course, the yeah, thing yeah yeah um
3: now that's mean it
0: is that mean, is mean. Uh, you know what it ain't nice <gasps> uh, no it's not <laughs> uh Put that on and, my list. and you could tell that it's not the accident thing just because of how casually marge says it's like well bart was an accident like right, you right, know right you're right right um <laughs> i just wanted to say that i was an accident i think that that's great for you to say hey and I'm I love ha- you. I'm like, happy you're thank here. You. And I Do you got love to me? You. I was
1: fishing for a compliment. <laughs> Not <right. laughs>
3: uh, This is
0: uh, all fake tears. <laughs> oh, my
3: God. Those are huge tears. I know.
0: So we get, um, we get kind of, uh, (laughs) we get, uh, we get uh, grandpa trying to, you know, remedy the situation by putting flowers that say deepest sympathies, which is very funny, (laughs) Mm -hmm. into the uh, mailbox. And uh, like the
3: other, like the, just how the writing is so good on jokes. It's just that he's there with the flowers, close the door and a normal sitcom you'd move on. You know, yeah. he's right. But no, he's going to shove them through the slot, ruining the flowers and then waving. It's
1: <laughs> so sad to see him so sad and flaccid. And he was, I don't know, like it, it, this episode has Abe becoming more of a human. And I really love seeing that. And then to see him, like, be shrunk down so immediately, it really broke mm-hmm. my heart. I know. It's so sad. Um,
3: and, and then Homer wants to spend all the time with his kids. And then he kind of smothers them with his.
0: Right. When he loves people too much, it's scary. It's scary. Uh, My favorite joke from this episode that I did not remember is just when Homer is trying to explain to Lisa and Bart what is happening. Um, and he says, kids, your daddy and his daddy are involved in a very sticky, nutty, chewy chocolate. Put it away, boy. (laughs) Situation (laughs) 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 when he sees the chocolate bar. (laughs) The animation is so good.
3: Um, and the line reading. (laughs) (gasps) Put
0: it away, boy. (laughs) Uh, what are your favorite moments from or, like, yeah, just kind of walk us through, I guess, like, w- what Homer looks like when he's trying to be a better dad. Because there are so many good moments in that.
3: Oh, God. If you could remember. Well, Lisa and the tire swing. So good. just stuck up there and it's dirty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, he gives the... he's He says to Bart, who's like... You know, uh, he's saying, he's like, oh, I'm, I'm going to teach you how to ride a bike. He's like, well, first off, like, I already know how to ride a bike. Second, I own a bike. Third, that's a girl's bike. He's like, you're not a girl. You're a boy. You're a good boy who could be president one day. In I fact, you're it. going to be president. Ooh, will yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I love No pressure. Uh, it's, um, and it makes sense. I mean, it's just such a good representation for like, kind of like, what all parents apparently do. Like everyone always says that parents do the opposite or lean too hard, uh, like the same way that their parents raised them. So that's clearly what's been happening.
3: Yeah,
1: oh, yeah. yeah like the three types of parents. What is it? Authoritative, authoritarian, and um, passive? I, I think, think so.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. We've tried nothing and all that ideas.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so then we finally get to like the really, really, really heartwarming. Part of this episode when he decides he has to go and do some thinking at the old house. Yeah. Um, If either of you guys want to take that, it's just such a sweet moment. Well,
3: he's he's grumbling about how his dad never supported him, wasn't there for him. And then he finds that photo of Santa Claus and he goes, "Oh, Oh, that's dad. And. Like oh, i so sweet. You
1: know? Oh yeah, but he, the beat right before is like, and he wasn't even there on Christmas. Wait a minute, and then yeah, he when it Santa it Claus
3: visited. Wait a minute, like, yeah, Wah. it's so
1: sweet. But then in the next room over, we have Abe.
0: Oh, so you know he's looking at it with a match, and it then lights, and he's like, this relieves the pain, and then immediately catches on fire. <laughs> and then next room, uh, Abe is saying like, all this tonic did was call, cause me pain, and throws in the fire. He starts the fire, mm. and then we get that very sweet moment of them out in the front and. And uh, it just being a matter of just like, you know, I'm the screw up. I'm the screw up. We're We're both both screw ups. ups. Just like a sweet way to do it. Yeah. And And
3: then they have that touching moment when they roll around together in the field on fire.
0: I remember that vividly. Um,
3: I thought it would have caused a bigger fire.
0: That makes sense. You but you're supposed around. to stop, drop, around. and roll. Uh, oh, that's that what is. we're taught in school. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Uh, Which is
3: a lie. It's what the corporations want Whoa, you to man. Tell me more. <laughs> and the
1: UFOs and the reverse vampires. I want to know it all. <laughs> I uh, I do think it's very and what's sweet. What's
0: Golden Hour? All right. <laughs> <laughs> I do think it's very sweet. And uh, I think that we'll be seeing less and less of it in television because I do think that I do think parents are getting better overall in terms of like men don't have to be quite as like, you know. um, Macho. Yeah, uh, yeah. they're like the machismo element of like dads is hopefully going away a little bit. Of course it will still always exist within some people and sometimes it will be the mom. Holding
3: back feelings and you're like, oh, men shouldn't show any sign of affection towards, you know, their kids. They have to be men and hold it in and take the pain. And then watching moments like this, like, no, the, the communication and being humans and Supportive and caring is like oh how these relationships grow so it's nice to see a dynamic like that changing through television Yeah as opposed to, you know, what the patriarchy setup was and <laughs> from, like, <laughs> what was it? Uh, all in the family or something?
0: Right. Yeah. I just think that it, it's it's uh, capturing a specific dynamic that I don't know will exist forever. But they, you know, they kind of help you remember or you you feel it, even if you yourself don't have a, a dad that's like Abe. You would be able to be like, oh man, that would be so tough because it was really hard for him to compliment him and his compliment by the way, was just like, I've always been proud of you
1: for not being a short man. Yeah,
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah I was wanting to unpack that a little bit. I mean, I think it's purposely like off. Of and course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just it's such a funny thing to say. I'm curious what their other options were that made them land on that as being the last one. You know, Yeah,
0: Josh and Bill, let us know. <laughs> yeah, what were the alts?
1: I would love, oh my gosh. I mean, if you have time, you both busy dudes, but oh, I'd love the alt.
0: I saw everything. an
3: amazing <laughs> alt uh, it was posted on I can't remember whose Twitter feed it was uh, but it was when uh, Kurt uh
0: Josh posted that.
3: Oh, he did when he, when Kurt loses his job and he gets a severance package. Yep. And it's the all these seagulls come down to take away all his crackers. My severance My package. My severance package. And uh it just like for the brilliance of the writing where they had to cut it out because you know animation every second costs money and mo- more birds is going to be a lot of assets to draw and all that crap. So how they end that scene on a joke, just a, a word joke, you know. So that's it. After like twenty years, good luck, you know. Goodbye, goodbye, and good luck. Goodbye. I don't, I don't recall saying good luck. Yeah, it's just like boom on a <sighs> high note of a joke, and just because yeah. they know that they don't. Well, we lose that seagull joke, so we have to really get a good out on this, and it's just like a credit to how great the writers are. Yeah, on this show. And,
1: and they write to a very musical rhythm where oh, it's yeah. like up down up down up yeah. down, you know. So yeah, they couldn't have it be like down down up up. You These can just listen
3: to the Simpsons. Has a radio show.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and I'm curious if people do. I know that some people will, like, on a long road trip, listen to a movie. Yeah. Well, Matt Myra talked about
0: that to us once it, it might have been Jonah Carey as well but I believe that Matt Myra when he talked to us about the James Bond episode um, he was saying that he used to just have uh, he would record it and listen to it like just the Simpsons and so certain episodes are like so burnt in his brain mm-hmm. um, Matt Myra you probably don't listen to this anymore but if you do <laughs> tell us whoa <laughs> shots
1: fucking fire. at us you don't know what his subscriptions <laughs> are on his podcast app you're right Hi Matt, looking good Hi Matt, you're looking (laughs) great, congrats on the baby You're you're trying to have a, I don't know You have a podcast about babies
0: (laughs) (laughs) Baby podcast Uh, This is such a good episode And uh, I love this discussion Uh, Thank you so much for being a guest On the show today
3: Thank you so much for having me, it's a true honor Uh, I'm wearing my uh, Simpsons and Tonic shirt I know,
1: I noticed
3: It's it's so so great, we're going
1: to get a photo of it And post it on our Twitter
3: I can't believe I actually, out of all the Simpsons shirts I own one. That's
1: one. This That's is amazing. the it's one. one. It's a really fashionable one that I feel like you can kind of wear incognito or yeah. on the down low and, and not like, you know. For those of you listening, it's guy.
3: the logo of the uh, Simpsons and Son uh, tonic. That's on the bottle. That's it's awesome. on my shirt.
1: It's so good. I love it. So if
0: you could, I know that in this episode you are quite a bit like Bart because you would run into your parents and ask if you could sleep with them. But <laughs> <of> <laughs> That all- <laughs> sounds so
3: wrong out of context. <laughs> I
0: disagree. Uh, <laughs> uh, so of all the Simpsons characters in the entire Simpsons universe, who is the most like Michael Rousselet?
3: Oh, God. Oh, that's a heavy question. Oh, no. Um. Oh, shit. I would like to say Troy McClure. <laughs> uh, I, I'm definitely not as debonair as Troy, but uh, I, I make a lot of films and a lot of crazy movies. So, you know, <laughs> Michael Russo, you may remember me from such five second films. That's as, totally you know.
1: true. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. No one said Troy McClure before. Really? No one has. Oh, yeah. Yeah, And
3: I have this weird thing with fish. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. Oh, so You're
1: the parents is weird. World. Yeah. yeah,
3: I yeah. saw that there was an aquarium nearby and all that tonic. I'm telling oh you. God. Uh,
1: well, we Michael... got to wrap this up early for you. <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah, golden hour is almost over. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's
1: the only time you fuck. <laughs> 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 That's the only time you get hard.
3: Because I look good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm.
0: Uh, well, <laughs> Thank you so much for being a guest. Uh, where can people find you and where can people In find In the movie?
3: dumpster. Hell uh, yes. Uh, you can find me at 5 Second Films on YouTube, 5secondfilms.com, or uh, our feature film, Dude Bro Party, Massacre3.com. Uh, where you can download it on iTunes or, you know, torrent it. I honestly... Don't tell my boss.
0: I really can't recommend the movie enough. I've seen it so many times. I love it so much. If you like The Simpsons, which obviously you do, and you like any kind of, like, you know, scary movie and just campy stuff, and also a little bit of snuck-in commentary about everything, like, watch (laughs) this movie. I'm honored. Uh, Until then, uh, Julia, where can people find you? Oh, thanks so much for asking. You can find me at Julia Prescott on all the things. Allie, where can people find you? Ooh, thank Thank you for asking. I am at Allie Gertz on all the things. You can follow us at Simpsons Pod on Twitter and everything, and email us at everything's coming up, uh, Simpsons or Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, we check both,
1: but. You know, whatever. <laughs> and, um, yeah, continue to support us on Patreon. That's patreon.com slash Um As we've mentioned, we will be rolling out bonus episodes. Um, they're going to come about every other week, and they're going to be on a variety of topics, but it's usually just Allie and I, um, you know, kind of going into a deep dive on adolescence, um, talking about Horny Marge, talking about the Simpsons uh, things from our childhood that we particularly enjoy. basically an extension of the conversation we have here it's, it's fun and good fun and
0: uh we will see you next week all right bye bye Feral
4: Audio.